Dave, I apologize. Mm. I'm uh, I'm limping. A little limpy, a little oh, gimpy. Are you? Yeah, I noticed well, that. I I was a very bad boy on New Year's Eve. Oh, did you? It, it, I, I'm smelling a. A gout story? I love your gout stories. Uncle Rick, tell us another gout story. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, as you know, uh, a gout, gout sufferers, yeah. such as myself, uh, we're supposed to stay away from a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's really three, three like, golden rules. So, the, like, the Mount Rushmore of what you're not supposed to. Right. Okay. And they are red meat, okay. red wine, and beer. Yeah. Right now, you happen to know that those are three of my favorite things. What about salami? Salami. Uh, <laughs> I think that qualifies. <laughs> yeah, red meat. Okay. Um, so you know, these are these are things that I've had a very difficult time extracting yeah, from my sure, diet. Sure. Um, and then I went to a New Year's Eve party, and it was a, a wonderful party spread. with nice spread. Uh, and they served beef tenderloin. Yeah, now, okay. if you've ever gone to the store, like you know, to go to Mariano's yeah. or something to buy a beef tenderloin, yeah. you know, a beef tenderloin, that's like... Oh, $1,200. It, it's yeah, yeah, unbelievably right, yeah, expensive. Right, right, and you didn't want to be rude. Well, uh, I mean, and it looked so delicious. Yeah. It was red. Right. Uh, you know, you could see, like, it was still mooing. It was <laughs> rare. And then the red wine was like this really fancy right. red wine that they bought as a special Wait, treat. And what is this party? It's a neighborhood party. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, thank okay. you, uh, the Pseudo family, for okay. inviting me over. Oh, uh, pseudo, is that as their name or that they're a Pseudo family? S U T O. Okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, they, they had this great right. spread, so I, I ate the beef tenderloin. Okay. And I drank the red wine, Did and then after a couple more yeah. red wines, I thought, "Well, I'm not going to be an idiot. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want to get a headache. Loaded. You need it, right? Yeah. Or you need beer, right? So I switched. You know, I yeah. downgraded it to beer. Yeah. Now I haven't had beer in months because of gout. Okay, beer really is the thing that is like a that, that's like an the, ice crystal right. stabber, uh, and that one apparently is what sent me over. Did and, they? Did they have like a big? Vat or a big bowl of uric acid. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I'm gonna yeah. have a scoop like M and M's, like right. uric acid M and M's, and I just I just popped them. Right, I love the red ones <laughs> or the green ones. So anyway, I'm a little gimpy, uh, and I called my doctor and I yeah. said, "Listen, I, I had another flare up," yeah. and he said, well, "Why are you calling me?" Yeah, you know what to do, right? I said, "Well, I need the I need the drugs, yeah. man." He goes, "Look at your prescription bottle. You've got refills." Oh, like, okay. oh. So I started the year off as an idiot. Do you? Why don't you just stock up on? Well, the, g- these gu- are. This is like a, a steroid. You can't really. You can't like go to the store and pick up steroids. Yeah, but no, just keep filling it even if you don't need it. To well, I know by. that now. Okay, okay. all right, because right. I've been such a good boy that I hadn't had gout in a long time. Got it right before the holidays, and then how? Yeah. How long does a gout? This is the whole show, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How long does a gout flare up? Like, next week, are you going to be still limpy? No. Not, I got the medicine yesterday. I'll be okay. fine in uh, a couple of days. But sure. uh, I thought it, I thought I hadn't had it in such a long time that yeah. I could just muscle right. through it. Right. Like, you know, this I'm is, over it. This is my German right. approach to life. Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> right, oh, exactly. C- c- we, we shut down the borders, the one guy with COVID. It's done. Right, We, we exactly. don't got anything. Well, apparently, it's still the same. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, I apologize. I'm giving it about... 88%. Okay. That's good and enough. And an 88% from a Rick Kempfer, you can do worse. You, you could. Yeah. You could do a lot worse. 
Uh, Minutia Man is up next. Uh, but first, listen to this other fine old pie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm glad this is something we can't be fired from, by the way. <laughs> Are you positive about that? Well, you got to listen. Yeah, let's see if this show is a fireable offense or if there's something in it that is. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Well, otherwise you look great. <laughs> Thanks. I actually feel fine. Right. I mean, is that? Did you get the new Cubs hat? No, that's an old Cubs hat. No. What, what'd you get for Christmas? Uh, well, I, this uh, sweater. It's like a ski sweater. You like? Is it? that a spider? It's a it? spider. Yeah, that spider is the brand name. Oh, uh, S P Y D E R. Oh. It's like really, really warm. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm wearing it. You look great. Well, thank you. Other than not being able to walk. Yeah, it's a little gimpy. Uh, so we're still coming to you live from the pristine Operator Air Studios in beautiful downtown Mob Podcast, Illinois, and we uh, have minutia to share with you. Yeah. Well, happy New Year, everybody. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to just wish our buddy Chuck Quinzio. Yes. Chuck Quinzio, our buddy, author, Eckhart's Press author. He wrote Life Behind the Camera. Cameraman in Chicago for, I don't know. 40 years. 40 years. Whatever. If, if you've ever been to a, a, a live event and seen a, a Channel 32 cameraman that's about 14 feet tall, yeah, right, that was Chuck right, Quincy. Right, right, right. And who's grumpy. He's yeah. got kind of a scowl on yeah. his face. Little, uh, yeah. Uh, but he retired and... Uh, God love you, Chuck. Yeah. we got to have him on as we'll a have, guest. We'll have him on. And now that he's, you know, done in the business, he can just start, yeah, he can t- start, start, start scorched earth. He can speak the truth. Yes, exactly. Well, we got to get going because this is, with your gout and everything, you're going to have to elevate. This story yeah. comes out of Manchester, England. God, I love these people in Manchester. Yes. I mean, I love England. Yes. But Manchester, I think we did 74 stories. I think that's right. From Manchester. Yeah. Dad goes to Indian restaurant on Christmas Day, then complains the food's not traditional. <laughs> not traditional what? Not well, traditional Indian? Rick, Rick Arpino went to the Ruposhi Indian Bar and Restaurant on Christmas Day, along with his partner and four kids. There he said that he ordered two Indian dinners for him and his partner and two Chinese or Chinese, two Indian Christmas specials for the children. The Manchester Evening News reports he was furious when the children were served tandoori chicken, couscous salad and half of a fried tomato. Okay. Okay. Talk, taking the Yelp, Rick expressed his anger that the Indian restaurant did not serve <laughs> traditional Christmas dinners. What an absolute fuss of a restaurant. <laughs> Christmas dinner ruined for our children on the whim of this establishment. Okay. Everyone knows we have a goose, a Christmas goose. Right. Haven't you seen the Scrooge? <laughs> oh boy, what day is it? When contacted by the Independent, Arpino said that arguably he should have realized something was wrong when he didn't see Christmas decorations or the three wise men. Now, I'm not talking, I don't know if he's, I'm not sure if he means that like three plastic statues of the wise men or actors. You know, I've been to a lot of restaurants that I don't ever remember the three wise men really being a prominent part of any decoration. Maybe maybe it's a Manchester thing. So when contacted by the independent, the the Raposhi Indian restaurant owner, Tashariam Rapungi, invited 
Arpino back to the restaurant where he promises to lace any dish with generous helpings of frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> I love this guy, right? <laughs> so obviously Arpino is not Jewish and he does not know the Chinese food move that we do right. on Christmas Eve. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people that are in that little uh, Christian bubble. Uh, you know, don't realize that other people do not celebrate Christmas. <laughs> well, and we, we used to get our Chinese food from a place called Cow Cow, and it was on the northwest side of Chicago. And Christmas Eve was packed. Yeah. I mean, and we would eat there before, you know, COVID. And every, you know, Rabinowitz, yeah. <laughs> party of six, Rabinowitz. <laughs> Glickstein, yeah, Glickstein, party of four. Right. Yeah, it was all yeah. night long. Well, yeah. You know, sometimes people get it set in their ways and they expect certain things i remember one time when my my and my father uh, was a was a wonderful man mm -hmm. um but he was old school yeah right he was OG. from that he was og original gangsta <laughs> he was from that era yeah. when yeah. you know yeah the Things men worked were, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he came home the dinner was on the table right right, right, right. and one time he, my mom i'll never forget this this is probably his lowest moment as a yeah. as a husband um, and I'm going to share it with you now on this podcast. Um, my mom invited a bunch of people over for a dinner party and she served chef salad. You know, remember when chef salads first got started and they were, it was like a meal. Okay. With like, a salad. Okay. You know, so like, like, like cheeses and meats. Yeah. And like, whatever. like a really, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like Gina Giorgetti's like yeah. every restaurant serves these now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can go and get a Cobb salad or whatever. Water, yeah, yeah. And it's a meal. Yeah. Right. Right. My dad. That did not go over with that. My dad sat down at this table, saw the chef salad and said, make me some meat and potatoes. <laughs> and she did. Oh, my God. Now, if I said that to yep. my lovely wife, I would get castrated right. on the spot. Yeah. All right. Anyway. What the fuck is this? Is it little pieces of cheese? <laughs> so there's a uh, there's a show called Impractical Jokers on, on yeah, television. Have you I've seen, seen it? it? Yeah. And the, and the dude. Just got is leaving or something. Yeah. Right? So if you're a fan of that show, um, they, the reality series Practical Jokers confirmed that uh, one of their people is leaving the show after 10 years. Uh, his name is Joe Gatto, Gatto or Gatto. Italian um, guy, right? Or yeah. This guy, I think yeah. I, there's I know there's four guys. They're, they're, they, if you've never seen the show, they do jokes on yeah. people. Or It's one of my brother's favorite show. Um, and I didn't realize there's like a game show version of this, mm. like a not I mean a board game version of this show. And my brother and his sons played this game on the way to Christmas dinner. They live in Detroit. Okay, right. So they were playing. So in the car they were playing it okay. in the car. Okay, and the Christmas dinner was here in Chicago. All right. If you haven't seen the show, these guys play practical jokes on each other. There's there's three guys that are wearing. Uh, wires headsets or whatever and, and they tell the the fourth guy what to do and it's always embarrassing stuff and it, it's humiliating and it's it's really it's hilarious like for instance i watched an episode where they told him that every table he, he made him serve as a waiter every table in this place was a collapsible table except for seven of them and he had to find out which ones they were <laughs> and the only way to collect and like hollywood collapsible <laughs> tables the only way to find out would have to be to jump on them uh, to crush them okay because you sure. couldn't just like right. lean on right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, but they had diners at every table oh, okay. and so you know this and the diners the did not know obviously, right. Right. So that's the kind of show right. we're yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. anyway um 
unbeknownst to me, uh, he and his boys played this game. They they pick cards at random, and then if you have to say or do whatever is on the card when they get to the, the party, okay, it's like for you know house guests and stuff. Except you cannot tell anybody that you're in this game, right? So, sure. So it's it's mostly like a joke on everybody at the party that that you three are in on, are right? We, right, sure, right. And so at our dinner table <laughs> Christmas Eve, my brother starts talking about how he's got these allergies, <laughs> and the and he found out he's lactose intolerant and he can only drink milk from raccoons. <laughs> possums and squirrels okay and he goes into this elaborate tale about how hard it is to milk them and and everybody at the table is like okay Uh, you know but nobody said anything right right. and then my son or my uh my nephew andrew who his son suddenly gets up climbs under the table and lies down under the table like what's going on I, i it's too much anxiety i have to i have to i have to relax myself i'm just anxious and we're like okay Okay. (laughs) so this was right after peter did the raccoon milking it was all at the same time i forget what what the other son had to do there was some other you know stunt but it was a little more normal than these two and the funny thing your mom was there and my mom was there and we're all there the funny thing about this this bit is that we were all like "Eh, okay (laughs) (laughs) because that is how family. weird we are. <laughs> it's your family. <laughs> because uh, and, uh, and a, it's just weirdly on brand yeah. as a Kempfer to do this. And so the Impractical Joker show doesn't really yeah. work on us. That's that's my... And uh, this guy's leaving like... Is he sick or something or what is... He's getting a divorce and uh, he's got to you know go no, through... He's not, uh, he's not so funny right now. Well, and, the, and these, they're all stand-up comics that yeah. they're buddies and everything. So they're going to keep doing the show with the other three guys. Well, we wish him well. Yeah, we do wish we, him well. We wish Chuck Quincy well <laughs> yes. and we wish... What's the guy's the name? The Impractical Joker. Joe, Joe, Joe Gatto or right. Gatto. You know who loves us? Who? Go Steel Town. Oh, I love Ghost Steel Town. Uh, writes on um, Stitcher. Who loves Minutia Men? This guy. And in parentheses, he says, my thumbs are pointing back to me. Because oh, just in how, case you don't you know. know. Right. right. So, there you go. so please, if you like the show, please subscribe and give us reviews. We have, I think, 400 reviews on Apple, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I don't and, know. and if you like our show, check out some of the other great programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. In fact... Uh, we've got another show called the the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, and this mm-hmm. week, in a incestuous uh, yeah. uh, malaise, you know, we're going to interview one of those Nick uh, Nick DiGiulio. Yeah, that's right. He's got his podcast called the, the Nick D. Deep- show. What a stupid yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, pick out your favorite show. So go to opishows dot com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. All right, it's time for another feature. Um, and I think I, if I can remember it correctly, what do we call this feature, Dave? Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Again, 88% today. But still, yeah. not you know, I don't think you're going to notice the difference. <laughs> if you were an air traffic controller at 88%, you'd still probably land all the planes. <laughs> so the studio wall section of the show is where we go into the Rick and Dave archives. 
And uh, I sent Dave a list of mm-hmm. possible things that we can do from this week in the calendar of the of the 40 years of Rick and Dave. Mm-hmm. This is our 40th anniversary writing together. That's crazy. Isn't that amazing? That's crazy. So here are some of the possibilities that he, he could have had. Um, in 1995 this week, uh, George Martin. I interviewed George Martin mm-hmm. of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you've heard of him, mm-hmm. the producer. We've got tape of that. Love when you talk Beatles. Um, uh, in 1998, uh, the show Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me debuted, okay. and we interviewed Bill Curtis, right. the voice of that show. Great guy. And he had a story about that show. Uh, January 6th, 1973, the very first Schoolhouse Rock came out. And we interviewed Ezra Mohawk. We did. Who uh, was one of the original singers. Um, Schoolhouse Rock singer. We could have played that for you. Uh, today. Uh, January 7th, National Bobblehead Day. Oh, my God. We had the, the president of the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. We had owner. him on. We could have played you a portion yeah. of that. Today is also a National Pass Gas Day. Um, well, we could have just interviewed us. Well, I wrote a song called King of Farts right. for John Landecker in 1996. Uh, we could have played you a clip oh. of that. <clears throat> January 8th, everyone knows Elvis's birthday. Yeah. And we had Danny Bonaducci on, and he told us a great story about working with Elvis. Didn't Robbie Rist also have a Elvis? Uh, uh, perhaps. Oh, yes. He might have. Okay. He might have. Uh, Mike Reno from Loverboy, his birthday is this week. Oh, my God. We interviewed him. We could have yeah, yeah. played a clip of that. Dave said no to all those. Yeah, forget it. Eh. Yesterday's news. But here's what he did say yes to. It's also the birthday of Anthony Scaramucci this week. You're good, pal. He's my, like one of my BFFs. We've had him on yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he once we had him on once when he was with Trump. Right. Right. And we had him on once I, when that he was interview not with wasn't Trump. nearly as much fun <laughs> as the second interview when he was out when he was no longer with Trump. So I've got a couple of clips to play for you from our Anthony uh, Scaramucci interview, and it took me a while to find him because I've got it under Mooch yeah. instead of Scaramucci. But okay. he, but here we are. Here's the first one. You know, one time I'm, I'm on the Bill Maher show. I was defending him. Uh, Stormy Daniels was on the show with me. Um, and and uh, and by the way, you know, th- that's another issue. Trump has probably heard the following four words, okay, that no man can recover from. You want to hear the four words? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Is it in yet? Those four <laughs> words no man can recover from, okay? And after listening to, to Stormy, I'm sure that's another problem that this guy's living with, you know. So that was one okay. little moment that we had with him. And here is the, uh, we apologize to fans of the former president. Yeah. This will also not be uh, particularly com- complimentary. Right. Yeah. Here we go. For mankind, the biggest tragedies, I don't think Trump has been laid in three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah you really. Can't get access, you can't get access to Pornhub in the White House. They got those sites blocked. <laughs> well, you so would I know. This is, this is, I would know. Right <laughs> but I think, this is, I think this, is a, this is a guy, okay, that, that has literally probably not had a sexual encounter, you know, in, in three years, which I think is another big problem. For the civilization, you know what I mean. Someone should let him get laid at least. You well, know what I mean. Why Melania looks so warm when next looks to him? So happy. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Mooch! One of our favorite yeah, interviews yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I email him. We email fairly regularly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's a, a true story. Didn't buddy. he do a, like a, a thing for your class once? Yes, he did. Um, which they did, which my university wouldn't let me play. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I was. I was. I asked celebrities to urge my students to vote. 
and oh, I and okay. I told him, I'm like, look, don't be partisan. Just say right. we, you know. And he couldn't do it <laughs> because he was very anti-Trump at the time. Uh, okay, so. wow. Uh, we have so much more show, Dave. Why don't you give me a uh, like a one sentence explanation of your next story? Uh, I'm just going to give you a word: Q harmony. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, I have an update on our farting lady. Uh, from the last episode, uh, the woman the who was, sent, oh, who was who's selling her who farts. Was, okay. Right. I got an update. Uh, we also have our celebrity potpourri. I've got a uh, an email from best-selling author James Finn Garner. Oh. So uh, we'll, we'll be sharing that. And I wonder if these best-selling authors really want to be associated with us. Well, they must. Uh, it's because, too bad now. Yeah, it's yeah, too right, late. Right. It's too late. Cat out of the bag. Um, so all that is coming up. Stay with us. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? And we're back. Uh, you had mentioned January 6th. Capital Rioter asks judge to let him use dating apps while he awaits trial. <laughs> a New York man asked a federal judge on Christmas to allow him to use dating apps. <laughs> I'm writing the ad in my head right now. <laughs> Just wait. While he awaits trial on multiple felony charges for his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. Uh-huh. Alleged. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The attorney for Thomas Seibach filed a motion on Saturday asking U.S. Judge Amy B. Jackson to modify her release conditions for Sibic, uh, who is cu- currently on home incarceration at his parents' residence in Buffalo, of course, New York. Of course, right? his parents' house, yes. <laughs> his basement, probably. Sibic is one of the multiple... Now, this guy, I don't, this is one of the alleged head guys. I mean, one I don't of the know, baddies. Well, do, do you remember the video of the one cop getting beaten and the guy taking his taser? Oh. He's the taser guy, alleged. He's facing, like, serious jail right, time. Right, right. Um, he, um, he took, yeah, he robbed him of his badge and his radio and his taser. Okay. Okay. Uh, alleged. There is a question if he actually hit um, Officer, F- that's Fanone. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but, sure. But he was. One of those guys. Yeah, right there. So he's under, you know, he's under home confinement, living in his parents' basement, and he's pr- prohibited from viewing or engaging on any social media platforms whatsoever. Okay. Including dating sites, right? Um, and on Saturday, Cybic's lawyer, Morty Brenwald. <laughs> That's not real, is it? It is. Morty okay. Brent, Brent. All right, sorry. It sounds like, sounds <laughs> sorry. like and it's, it actually it sounds like one of the reservations at the Chinese I was just going to say, he knows his way around Kung Pao Chicken on Christmas. Uh, he, he asked Judge Amy Jackson to modify so he can interact with members of the opposite gender for oh, friendship. Sure. Okay. Uh, so this got me thinking. Uh-huh. Okay, and you know the wheels are always turning. Of course, right? Uh, what if we created a dating site just for Capital Rioters and supporters of the Capital Rioters? Oh, right! Wow. Uh, See, I was just going to write his ad for him. You, you always well, take I, it to I, the business well, level. Well, I got his ad. I got his actual his profile here. Oh, too. okay. Uh, and we can call it like Q Harmony. Yeah, I love it. You know, make America date again. I, I love it. I don't it. know, right? Yeah. We, we can create a survey, you know, have people ask, ask, answer questions and opinions on, you know, JFK coming back from the well, dead. And, and think yeah. about it. If you, if you really think about it and you get people that just have this perfect mindset, 
you know, the Q mindset, which is the correct one. Yeah, of right? course. Yeah. And then they breed uh, with other. Oh, my God. The children would be super, super. I don't know. What would we call that race? Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. like, uh, I don't know. A master race, uh, <laughs> right? What really good race? No, that's no, that's, no, no. no. Uh, uh, they, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I think ma- I think you're right. Master race would be an actually great name. Uh, so I wrote his. T- I took the liberty, and let's be honest, this is all about liberty. Sure, you know, I yeah. t- took the liberty to write his profile. Okay, for his, for a I knew it. I was okay. I was hoping you had. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, what he did is he took the taser or he took the badge. And the radio, uh-huh. and he buried it in his parents' backyard. For real? Alleged. And that one of the evidence against him is, you know, I didn't do anything. He's <laughs> like, well, Officer Flynn's badge is in the, back, is the backyard. So, wow. Okay. So, so you're going to need to know this one. Novice archaeologist and parlor influencer seeking intelligent, informed woman who does her own region research for conjugal visits. <laughs> hobbies, hobbies include editing the popular enemy of the deep state newsletter, <laughs> posting memes comparing vaccines to the Holocaust, uh-huh. drawing penises on Chris Cuomo photographs and gazing at the heavens for Semitic space lasers. Not bad. A devoted homebody uh-huh. who wears his heart an electric monitoring device on his sleeve. And no Hillary Clinton blood <laughs> drinkers. So. There wow. So, okay. So if you're out there, I'm telling you, Q Harmony, I've got a business plan looking for funding. We should maybe talk to the mooch. We should. Now, you know, I was at several gatherings over the holidays and the, and people that listen to the podcast, uh, several of them came up to me and all of them were talking to me about the woman who sells her farts mm-hmm. that we talked about in the She in made the like a hundred grand or something. Two hundred right? grand. Jesus. She made two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was uh, uh, Stephanie Matto. Ma- made two hundred thousand dollars. Her name was? Is she dead? No, no, she's still alive. Oh, yeah. um, as they say, however, excess of everything is bad. Mm-hmm. Now we played a clip of uh, she, her talking about what she does to get the farts going. Uh-huh. And, a very high gas uh, food, right? Yeah, yeah like beans, beans and right. things like that. Well, according to the Daily Mail, Manta was admitted to the emergency room after experiencing shooting pains in her chest. She thought she was having a heart attack or a stroke. No judgment, right, Dave? Okay. And was convinced that she was going to die at any moment. After conducting blood tests and an EKG, doctors told her that the symptoms were actually caused by excess gas from her frequent diet of beans, eggs, and banana protein shakes. So it wasn't a heart attack. It was a fart attack. It was a fart <laughs> attack. She had squeezed up to 50 jars worth of farts a week to keep up with demand and he added protein shakes to her diet to make them more pungent. And I got customers. I got orders to fill. <laughs> and she is now shutting down. Oh. The So this is the, bottom, this is the bottom line. If you haven't gotten your jar of fart you're yet, screwed. you're out. Yeah. It's tough. It, you know, it also makes the ones that are out there much more expensive. Oh, oh my god! It's like it's Pokemon like, cards. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah, you, you can sell it. So she had two hundred grand. She yeah. made two hundred grand. Two hundred grand. Wow! But she paid for it, Dave. Yeah. Although you'd had the psychosomatic heart attack for free. Right. Well, it wasn't really free. It was like fifteen grand after I had to pay. Oh, that's true because yeah. it happened at the hospital. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. and I had crappy insurance. Oh, you want to get into that now? Is, would you like to do a whole insurance hunk? <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm good. Okay. Uh, well, we wish her well. We do. We uh, do. That's, I just had She's not update. from America, right? She uh, is from America. Oh, she she is. is from like New Jersey or something. So, 
All right. So best of luck to you, Stephanie. What would her dating profile be on Q Harmony? Yeah, it's we'll bring that to you next. We'll start doing a whole Stephanie mm-hmm. Manto segment every week, like we do this one. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So, you know, this has kind of been a lowbrow show. Yeah. Um, which occasionally happens to yeah, us. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to bring it up a notch. Oh, because right? okay. I have an email here from a best-selling a New York Times number one best-selling number author. one best-selling yeah. author James Finn Garner, um, and it's going to sound a little self-serving because that's kind of how yeah. we roll. Um, here's what he wrote uh, after he got the book Every Cub oh. Ever, which I mailed. Amazing. That's the only word for Every Cub Ever. Amazing. And by the way, I'll be printing your poems for Harry Steinfeld and Chris Bryant next season on Bardball. He has a yeah, website right. about uh, baseball poetry. Right, 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 right. Um, and, and why didn't you tell me you had these? Best of luck with the new edition. It really is an amazing thing to page through. So this week was Chris Bryant's birthday. Mm-hmm. and Former and, Cub. Former Cub. That's got to hurt a little bit. Though. Well, I'm, I'm going to do the poem for you, okay. which is a like a... a a painful okay. exercise. All right, you ready? Here we go. It's this like is liter- my, it's literary gout. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's literary yeah, gout. That's, okay. I think, a perfect description of it. All right, here we go. On a rainy Wednesday night in 2016, Chris gave us something no living Cub fan had seen. With a smile on his face, his throw firmly stamped the 2016 Cubs World Series champs. For that, we'll always remember Chris Bryant. Even though some dumb nut traded him to the Giants, Fair, there you go. that's my that's my poem. Which now is he coming back? I've heard that some of these hey, guys are coming. They're back. never coming back. Uh, they're never coming back, Dave. It's all over. <laughs> uh, we mentioned that Nick DiGilio is going to be our uh-huh. guest uh-huh. this week. Yeah. Where where can people hear that later on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network? It's going to be called the Nick D uh, Show. Again, a stupid. No, no, I'm talking about our oh, interview of him. Oh, it's going to be on our celebrity, our Minutia Men celebrity interview. I really should write these out for you, shouldn't <laughs> right. I? It's, but, uh, that's the name of the show, isn't Minutia it? Minutia Men celebrity interview. Yeah, well, I yeah. said it right. Okay. It's yeah. going to be on our next episode on Wednesday, right? Yeah, I, that's that's correct. Uh, we should give special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead, Dave. No, it's just buried in. Well, oh no, it's, no, it's moved a, no, to a better place. Regular radio is yes is dead. You just Great. it just blew the whole message <laughs> that we're trying to send to people. It's moved to a better place. It's I'm a, changing our market. I'm changing our branding. RadioMisfits.com, and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode the of Man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OpieShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get Minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times and Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio. Radio Misfits.